Matinee Talk. We're going to talk about it right here. Yeah. You ready? It's an A Talks right here. We gon' talk about it right here. We gon' talk about everything you like. I'ma make it real, real clear. It's an A Talks right here. We gon' talk about it right here. I'ma talk about everything you like. I'ma make it real, real clear. Cause it's an A Talks. And I'ma talk about it. Yeah. Cause it's an A Talks. And I'ma talk about it. Welcome to the Tanae Talks podcast, the podcast that entertains and educates, the podcast where you come to laugh and learn. I am so excited about today's episode because on today's episode, we will be talking about matters of the heart um, just in time uh, to, uh, to discuss heart health. And I have a great guest with me today. But before we get into all of that, be sure that you click the notification bell so that you can know when to tune in and get all the latest updates on Tanae Talks. Like, share, subscribe, tell your friends, okay? Today's show is brought to you by Ray Skin Essentials. And as you can see, my skin is flawless. So get with Ray Skin Essentials, get there more. Y'all see, you see, this This what happens when you try to use a background filter. Jared, no. Ray Skin Essentials is a natural skin, hair, and wellness store. All of the ingredients used are carefully sourced and curated for each product. 99% of the products used are organic and free of preservatives and parabens. Be sure to visit www.rayskinessentials.com. Com, and that's at Ray Skin Essentials on all social media platforms. That's R-A-E-S-K-I-N Essentials. Go look it up and make sure you get some of that toning cream because I'm just about out. Use code TANAY and receive 15% off your entire order. That is 15% off the whole order. So you can get the oils, the creams, the rolling pin thingy, you know, all of that. All of that. So use code Tene, T-Y-N-E-E, and get 15% off your entire order. So let's get all the way into it. Again, today's topic is entitled Matters of the Heart, Black Men in Heart Health. And I have a great guest joining me today. His name is Mr. Storm Lamar Thomas Landra from Atlanta, Georgia, and he is 30 years old, and he's going to be joining us on the Tanae Talks to talk to my talkers about his heart story and journey. This is, this is even more near and dear to me today than it was when uh, Storm and I first met each other on Clubhouse during the pandemic. And I'm dedicating this entire show to my one of my best friends in the whole wide world, uh, Delano. Just a few days ago, he had a heart attack at the age of 36, shook up everybody's world, shook up my world. 
So I'm dedicating this to you uh, and all, to all the black men so that you can, you know, take care of that heart health. So welcome to the show, Storm. Hey, 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 how you doing? <laughs> I am well, how are you? I'm blessed, I'm blessed. I'm so happy to have you on the show today to talk to uh, the talkers about your story and maybe that you can encourage some some men out of out out there, some women out there to go and check up on their heart, check up on their heart health um, because it is so important and it can it can be the difference between you know life and death and you know tell them how we kind of met each other on Clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> We met on Clubhouse and we it was a room about testimonies. And you was telling me about your podcast and other things you had went through. And I was just and I was just explaining that I had a familiar um testimony that I wanted to share, but I didn't know how to share it and when to share it. And you was like, Well, I have a podcast and we do different segments and I would love to have you on so you can tell your story how you want to tell it and take your time. So that's how me and you cross paths. It's well overdue and I'm glad to be here. Let me tell you, it it was divine timing, you know, with everything that's been going on with the pandemic, my life, my wedding, (laughs) so much was going on. And it, even before, like literally when I told you like, get ready for the recording and everything, I didn't even know that my best friend had had a heart attack. So this is just right on time. And it was so strange because my, my best friend and I, we've been best friends since I was 15 years old. And for 21 years, we talk once a week, we gonna text, we gonna send a crazy joke or something. Well, last week I hadn't heard from him. Then I sent them like three text messages like, nigga, you need an RSVP for my wedding. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, just getting, you know, I'm kind of stressed out about my wedding and I hadn't heard from, and this is unlike him, but I didn't kind of think nothing of it. You know what I mean? I just was getting a little perturbed, like, okay. You know what I mean? Just getting, you know, getting a little attitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. <laughs> and then next thing I know, his wife, text me and was like he had a heart attack that's why you haven't heard from him Mm. you know keep us in your prayers and you know my heart dropped to the bottom of my shoes and I and I, I cried and I cried out to God so I'm happy to report that we spoke today and you know he's doing much better so this show is just right on time heart health getting in shape, being healthy, taking care of our bodies is more important than, than any time. No, no better, no, no better time than the present. That's all I can say. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So I'm just so happy to have you on. And um, so I'll let you get started. Tell us a little bit about you, your background and how, oh, to my listeners out there, he's going to get into it. But Storm has been diagnosed with atrial fibrillation. And um, atrial fibrillation is an irregular rapid heart rate. It causes uh, poor blood flow, 
Um, he was diagnosed with uh, atrial fibrillation at the age of 18. He also was diagnosed with congestive heart failure at the age of 22. Um, and he's going to, uh, you know, get into all of that. So that's just two heart conditions going on for one black man. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Let's get into it. Go ahead. Tell us. Well, yeah, yeah, I already know my name. And I'm here to, before I start this, I would like to say to all black men, please, please go to the doctor because there's so many people experiencing what I've been going through and haven't got it checked out. And I had some fellow friends of mine that just lost their, um, their dad recently to a heart attack. And it kind of hurt my heart. And I told her today I was going to, you know what I mean, dedicate this story to her dad, my dad, and everybody that has lost somebody due to heart condition. <clears throat> so, Kelsey, you're in my prayer. Okay, now let's get started. Well, me being 17 years old, I was in high school. I was a basketball player. And on the weekend when we ain't have nothing else to do, we decided to go play basketball. So, me walking to play basketball, I'm dribbling the ball, not thinking about nothing. But I noticed every step I started taking, it felt like my throat was closing up. And so I'm walking and walking, ain't paying no attention, not like I started getting a shortness of breath. And so I sat down when I got to this little bench. I sat down and I called my mom and I'm like, mom, something not right. And I'm just walking to the park. The park is around the corner. And she was like, try to walk home. And I was like, I can't. Like, it's taking a lot out of me. Like, I can't do it. So I finally got to the point where I stood up and, like, I took my asthma pump because I thought it was asthma. I took my asthma pump. It didn't do nothing. But every step I take, it felt like I was floating. Like, it felt like I was really off my feet floating. So my mom came and got me, and she took me to the ER. Not ER, the urgent care. And so I got the urgent care. They plugged me up to all the machines and ran tests and drew blood. And they plugged me up to an EKG machine. And the EKG machine said my heart was irregular. My heartbeat was irregular. It was at like 186 or something like that. So they told me I had to go to the hospital. They called the ambulance. The ambulance came and got me. So as I'm walking to the ambulance, I'm talking to the, the people, the, the EMTs. Everything is okay. And so I get on there. They put me back up to the machine. And the machine says, check patient, make sure he's still alive. And I'm looking at the people like, and so, you know what I mean? I see, I looked over at my mom. My mom is crying. That's a lot to endure at the age of 17. So I went through that. I, I came, I went to the hospital. And they was trying all medications. None of the medications worked. And so I went through the thing they call cardiovert. Um, if you don't know what a cardioversion is, it's when they hit you with electricity and try to, they restart your heart and, and try to get your heart right back under control. So I went through like five, six of those. Nothing worked. And so... One day, I just started praying. I just took it to God. Like, God, I don't know what I'm doing wrong or what this is all about. But, you know what I mean? Just 
I'm just begging, please show me a sign. Because I'm young and I'm not, and I don't want to give up, but it's hard to be listening to this. These doctors tell me it's nothing they can do and all this stuff, and it's just a lot to endure. So the next time I did the cardio version, it worked, okay? So I was around 17, 18. So I was good for a couple of years. Then I turned 21 and I turned 22. I was working 12-hour shifts. And I'm talking about working from sunup to sundown every day. And so I used to get out of the car and we had to walk up this hill to work. And I'm like, dang, why in the world? Am, why is it taking me so long? Why I'm so out of breath? Then my whole body had swelled up. I was falling asleep at red lights. I'm talking about my private part had swole. My legs were swole. To come to find out I had over 300 pounds of fluid on me. And so I went to the, I went to the ER and they ran the test, told me I was back in atrial fibrillation. But the man told me also I had congested heart failure and my percentage of my heart had dropped to 7%. How, what percentage? Seven. Wow. So they had to um, run tests, try to get all the fluid off my body. And they gave me a pill. And you know how they say when you, they, the man told me to stand up and see if I can walk. I stood, I st when I stood up, my whole vision went white. And I fell back to the ground. And so they told me I had that going on. Then it's like, the doctor came in and told me straight up, he was like, if you'd have waited 24 more hours, mm. you'd have been dead. Because mm. he said, you start throwing up blood, I start throwing up blood, all type of stuff. I went in the hospital December 29, 2017, and I, and I didn't get out until a couple of days before the Super Bowl in 2018. Wow. What is going through your head when all of this is happening at 17 and then a few years later what are you thinking do you think death is imminent do you what what are your thoughts I can't like to be honest with you I thought it was over mm -hmm. I'm just being honest like I thought it was nothing that can because no medicine was working I was going through cardio version after cardio version after cardio version I had my heart restart over a hundred times and just recently I just had a heart procedure I just had a heart ablation recently, like in September of last year. And what's a heart and ablation? When they go in through your grown area and they try to burn off the piece that, that's causing your heart rate to beat so fast. Mm -hmm. So I had that in September. Then I made it through that. Then a month later, I was back in the hospital because the medic, they took me off medication or whatever. So I had to go back through the same steps of trying to find a good medication to stay on. So I tell, so I say this to say, what I'm going through is tough and it still is tough to this day. And, and I tell anybody, like because I'm a mentor, I tell any kids, anybody older than me, any black man, if you feel anything, chest pain, anything, please go to the doctor. Because all this stuff I was going through with my atrial fibrillation, I never felt it. Like it always was other symptoms. It was never my chest hurt, this and that. 
I never felt it. Mm-hmm. And so when I started going through it, it was like one day I started, I started singing, take me, start singing a song, take me to the king. And you know what I mean? Because it's like, I had to do stuff to uplift myself. Yeah. Because when you, when a doctor tell you 24 miles, you could be gone. No medicine is working. There's nothing we could do. It makes you get in the mindset like I'm still young, God. Mm. And you know what I mean? I I don't want to give up, but I don't know what else to do. Yeah. And you really the only person I can take this to and and ask for forgiveness, ask for a sign, ask for help. And I told and I told God, I said, God, if you bless me with another chance, when I make it out of here, I will start to walk more in the straight arrow and start trying to help people under me and start trying to help kids under me and people that's older than me try to get them to turn their life around. Mm-hmm. And after I had that one-on-one with God, I was released like a couple of days later. Like the surgery, that cardio version went excellent and I was released because I, and I felt like I go through what I go through because God said that that's his way of sitting me down and letting me regain my thoughts and regain everything I have to um, put up with and endure. It's a strong fight. Ooh, you know what? Your name is Storm, and I'm just looking at the storm, and I remember when Jesus was on the boat with the disciples, and there was a storm <laughs> raging, and, you know, Jesus was back there taking a nap, and the disciples were panicking, like, hello, God, Jesus, it's a storm, like, what is you gonna help us or not? You gonna let us die out here on the waters? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Jesus calmed the storm and he said, Peace be still. And so, you know, God is the calm in your storm, storm. And he calm, he calmed those storms in your life when you was feeling like giving up, when you was feeling like get, letting go. And he just he just let you know, like. I'm here with you. I'm I'm right here on the boat with you like I was with them disciples and I got you. And I'm so glad that you're here to tell this story because it needs to be told. As Storm mentioned, he said that he didn't feel anything. He had no feelings. Well, let me give you guys uh, some detail about atrial fibrillation. It is asymptomatic. That means there are no symptoms. You, when he said that he, did, he didn't feel anything, there were other things. He's absolutely right. There's no chest pain. You know, there's no red fox. I'm coming home to, to see you, Elizabeth. None of that's going on. But you might experience some heart palpitations, shortness of breath, as he described, as he was walking, and you will get fatigued, extremely fatigued. If any of these symptoms that I've named off that you have experienced, whether you are male or female, go get checked out. Go to urgent. If you have a primary care physician, go see your primary care physician. Um, If there's a free clinic, if you're a student, go to the student center and and go to the the clinic on campus. Go seek help if you can. So Storm, you're 30 years old and you told me that basically heart disease or heart conditions running your family and health, knowing your health history is so important. Can you tell us more about your father and the heart conditions that he dealt with? Well, my heart condition, is, it runs mostly on my dad's side. 
And my dad went through everything I went through, like with atrial fibrillation, the surgeries, the cardioversion. Like my dad was my best friend and my dad really helped me through what I went through. Cause I, to be honest, I feel like I wouldn't have kept fighting as hard as I did without my mom and my dad. Because to hear a doctor say, there's nothing we could do. And my dad say, son, just calm down. This is what they're gonna do. This is how they're gonna do it. That helped me a lot. But my dad, he had a he had a heart attack and he lost a percentage of his heart. And they tried to give him a um what is that thing they put in to a stent? No, it's the other a pacemaker. A pacemaker, okay. But when they tried it, the blood wasn't functioning like it was supposed to, so they had to take it out. Then my dad was diagnosed with diabetes too. Like my dad went through so much. Like the fight I have, it comes from my dad and my mom. Because they they face so many adversities that it's like, and to not see them give up was it keeps me fighting daily. And my dad, he was just basically, he was in a lot of pain. And I can tell like when your dad called you and like when I, my last time when I went to the hospital for congestive heart failure, my dad called me on the phone and was talking to me. He said, son, I got something to tell you. And he not knowing what I'm going through because I didn't call him. He said they just gave me day to day or six months to live. So as I'm going through this, then I hear the news about like my best friend is can leave me any day. And it's like, that doesn't do nothing but stir up my heart even more. So it's like my best friend can leave me. The only thing I have is my mom. So it's like, what, who do I supposed to call when I go through these heart situations? Because ain't nobody in my family went through it. But my dad and I just found out my granddad on my dad's side was experiencing the same thing. He had a lot of um, heart attacks and bypass surgeries and stuff dealing with his heart. So, yeah, my dad was a, my dad will be missed. And I just, it hurt me to know that I couldn't do nothing to keep him here. Mm -hmm. So that's what helps me fight every day that I know that I still have a legacy to put because my dad couldn't do it no more. And many other people that I'm close to, they lost their dad. So I feel like if I'm going through this heart condition, I'm going through it for everybody. So I, I put my motivation in to still push through because I know my dad wouldn't want me to give up. How old was your dad when he, when he passed on? My dad, uh, I don't know the exact age because he, oh, let me see. He's been going since 2017. I want to say 42, wow. 43. So he was in his early, he was in his early 40s. Early 40s and 30. So I'm sure you want to live beyond the age that your dad lived. And you want to just basically, you know, change the history in your family, the, the men, so that they can live long, full lives, so that they can be there for their sons and, 
you know, be their son's best friend, as you, you know, so affectionately described your dad. It's just beautiful to hear a young man, you know, describe his father in that way, that that was your best friend. And that's who you turned to. And I'm just so glad that you were, that you were able to experience that. So may your dad rest in peace. And I'm so glad I, you, you posted on social media the other day. He's like, dad, I'm doing this for you. I'm telling our story. And I'm so glad you're sharing it because this is going to help so many people. That's, that's my goal. That's my goal. But he was in his late 40s. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, so. Oh, late 40s. Okay. Yeah, um, late and 40s. so what are you doing now to keep yourself healthy, um, to keep yourself motivated? What are some steps that you are taking to strengthen your heart? Well, I work on a day-to-day basis, and I pray to God because God is the way through this whole ordeal. Because taking this medication, going to these doctors, it gets trying on your heart like that. That hurts your heart even more. Mm-hmm. And I was just diagnosed with PTSD or whatever. But it's it's like I music is my therapy. Music helps me through a lot, and me helping somebody else helps me also. Me seeing somebody else smiles keep me motivated. So it's like I put myself on the back burner to help somebody else because I know what I'm going through is tough, but it's always somebody that's going through something more tougher than me or more really than me than some people say. But you know what I mean? I I I mainly take it to music and God. How could, what would you, and I want you to, you know, look into the camera and what would you tell the men out there about going to the doctor regularly, paying attention to their bodies? What, what would you say to them? I would tell them we lost so many men to heart disease and different type of diseases with your body. If you feel anything irregular, go to the doctor. I would I would rather tell you to go to the doctor if something happened to you. Because my doctor told me that the black men is the least people that be in the clinic. I don't know if it's a pride thing, but I would tell anybody, swallow your pride because you're not just hurting you, you're hurting the people around you and you're hurting your kids also because losing your dad is one of the most painfulest feelings in the world. I'd rather just say, well, losing a parent, that stuff hurts. It's no, and like, I don't think it's a healing time or date for that. So to all my men out there, if you feel any type of way, please go to the doctor. Like I'm talking about, even if it's a cough or your chest hurt or you, you're getting, you start sweating out of nowhere, just go to the doctor. I'd rather you be safe than sorry anytime. Oh, thank you. That was beautiful. To the people out there, share this, these tips with the men, your brothers, your uncles, your cousins, your homeboys. Share these tips. Here are a few tips to prevent um, heart disease or congestive heart failure. Do not smoke or use tobacco. I know some people may like to smoke, you know, cigarellos, cigars, marijuana, you know, but the smoking, uh, take if you are pr- uh, predisposed to having 
uh, heart condition or you have a history of heart disease in your family, this, this is not good for you. Do not smoke or use tobacco. Get active. You need to be active at least 30 to 60 minutes daily, whether that's a brisk walk, you're going to the gym, you're doing some jumping jacks, you're doing some pull-ups, push-ups, going for a quick game of basketball, get 30 to 60 minutes of activity in daily. Another tip, make sure that you're getting quality sleep. Um, you know, we live in a fast-paced world. We live in a capitalistic society, which tells you that you got to work all these jobs. And in order to be a billionaire, you need to, you know, not sleep. That is false. Because all the rich people I know get good sleep and they have their, the, the workers, that's who's staying up all night, not them. <laughs> so, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so make sure you're getting some adequate rest. Eat healthy. Yes. Go ahead, Storm. Another tip, and, and I know a lot of people are not going to agree with this, but I'm telling you, it saved my life. Cut the salt off. Let the salt go. Because it's not doing nothing but forming bad things in your body. And it also forms high blood pressure. It also plays a part in your heart disease. Let the salt go. Because one thing my dad told me, and I didn't believe it till I actually went through it, drinking too much water, eating things with too much salt in it, is bad for your body. Because once the water gets outside your bones, it, it, it builds up the the muscle, I mean, the fat in your body. And I'm a, another thing to men and women, a lot of people is overweight because of fluid. Fluid also is bad for your heart. If you, that's what I'm saying, if you feel anything within your chest area or you get shortness of breath or you start gaining weight out of nowhere, it's fluid. Ask the doctor for fluid pills. Because if you don't, it's not going to do nothing but start caving in like this. Mm. And too much fluid on your body can kill you also. Y'all heard it here, folks. So the old people used to call it asking for a water pill. Go to the, he called it a fluid pill. Go ask your physician or nurse practitioner for a water pill to release that excess fluid off your body. Some of you would drop weight like this. You don't realize that you got extra fluid on your body. And some of you it might, you know, sometimes people laugh and say, you know, if they got the extra fat here or the swollen ankles and you'd be like, you know, they can cook. Well, they have extra fluid on their body. So let's, let's reduce the fluid. And you taught me something new about, you know, eating high sodium foods and drinking a lot of water because I'm an excessive water drinker, but I also like hot Cheetos. And I know that that has tons of sodium in it. So yeah, I asked, I asked the doctor about that. The doctor also said, like, too much water can get out, can get out somehow. It gets outside of your bones, and it doesn't do nothing but sit in your skin. Mm. And he was like, it's, it's, it's a best, your best bet is to balance everything. Like, don't do too much of nothing because too much of anything is not good for you, basically. So say so one more time, too much of what? Too much of anything is not good for you. So I do my research. Like, I, I think I'm still standing because I researched this stuff, man. Like, mm -hmm. I had to learn at a young age that, especially when I lost my dad, it's like I have to research stuff and do stuff and change ways. 
Like I didn't cut out ground beef. I cut out salt. Um, it just it's tough now, but <laughs> but, <laughs> but it I, must but be I done. Feel, but yeah, it must be done, and I feel much better. Like with my heart ablaze and everything, I feel I feel better about myself, and it gives me more energy and more strength to keep fighting. Thank you, Storm. And um, the last uh, tip is manage your stress. Stress oh. will weigh on the body. They call it the silent killer. Stuff that you don't think is stressing out your heart could be stressing out your heart. If that girlfriend is nothing but drama, let her go. You need to cut it. If that food is stressing you out, (laughs) cut it out. You need to cut it. If that family member is stressing you out, just because y'all family don't mean that y'all got to be bosom buddies. Cut the stress. Yeah, that's a true true fact. And I'm going to say, and I I got something to say about the stress thing. Take it from me, everybody that's listening. I went from having my heart at 2%, to 7%, to 15%, to 25%, back to 60, back to 2, back to 7. And it goes, it goes to say stress, like she said, stress will kill you. Anything that take you out of a positive mode, a positive mindset, let it go. If nobody can understand your peace is what's going to keep you here, Health and peace is the thing that's going to keep you on this planet. Because, hey, I got a heart condition. I got diagnosed with PTSD. I'm working on myself now to stop stress mm-hmm. and, and and fighting this thing called depression. That's another thing that, that'll hurt you in the long run also. But stress, anything that's not straightforward, you have to let go. Because it's like if you ponder on it, it's going to sit on your heart. And it's not going to do nothing but beat your heart up even more. Because too much stress in your heart causes anxiety also. Like it, it starts forming anxiety. You start getting depressed. And it's, I don't know if nobody ever told y'all, but it's hard to, to beat that thing called depression. Mm-hmm. That's a hard battle. So anything that makes you happy and keeps you happy, stay there. If you have something that motivates you to like, okay, I'm going to get up and do this, make that a a daily routine. Mm -hmm. Like I said, music is my therapy to keep going. If you can find something to relieve stress, do it. Just don't sit around and go through stuff and don't talk to nobody and don't go to the doctor. Because in these times, in these pandemic times, we need everybody. Mm -hmm. We sure do. You just said a word. Now, with the healthy foods, I'm going to run you guys down a list of healthy foods to prevent bad hearts. Number one, fresh foods, fresh vegetables, fresh food, fruit, strawberries, carrots, greens, the fresh food, uh, fruits, <laughs> lean meats. You hear Storm said he cut out the beef, so you need lean meats like fish and poetry. Omega-3 fatty acids that are found in the fish, you need that. That is strengthens and helps the heart. Low sodium. We just gave you a whole dissertation on cutting out the salt. Low sodium. Make sure it says low sodium. 
Look at the contents on the back of your food. How much sodium is it? Is it 500 milligrams of sodium? Is it 460 milligrams of sodium? That's a lot of sodium. Then you don't need to eat it or maybe you need to eat half of it. Everything in moderation. Oatmeal. I don't know if you noticed that on the Quaker Oats box, it has a heart on the Quaker Oats box. Why? Because it's good for your heart. Oatmeal is good for your heart. Eat the whole oatmeal. Berries. I mentioned strawberries, but any kind of berries, blueberries, blackberries, strawberries, um, raspberries, all good for the heart. Everything that we need on this earth to keep us good, God gave it to the earth naturally. If you walk by a berry tree, when I was growing up, there was a berry tree uh, that we used to eat off of. It is good for your heart. Get those berries. Walnuts. Walnuts are good for the heart. Not sure if you knew that, but walnuts are good for the heart. Beans. Beans. The magic fruit. The more you eat them, the more you poop. But it's good for your heart. Get you some beans. Lima beans. Black beans. Black eyed peas. White beans, beans. Did you know that story? Beans. I didn't know. <laughs> like I was, I was told that growing up, but I, I hear it a lot. So, hey, hey I guess it is true. Because <laughs> my my grandma beaning you to death, beans and cornbread, chili yeah. beans, black eyed peas, this, that. So she knows. So beans, people, legumes, beans are good for the heart. And lastly, if you have a sweet fix like me, I got, I have a, a sweet tooth, then go ahead and get you some dark chocolate. Dark chocolate, not milk chocolate, dark chocolate is also good for the heart. So I just want to thank you, Storm, for coming on to the Tanae Talks podcast and sharing your story. You're going to help millions of people you're gonna you're gonna help people that you've never met in your life and i just thank you for sharing your story so in true fashion, you got to give your shout out so who you giving a shout out to i would like to give a shout out to my family and i would like to give a shout out to god and i would like to give a special shout out to anybody that have lost their dad due to any kind of sickness whether it's heart cancer anything um, this story that I just shared is for all of us and we're going to make it through because I feel like if I still got fight in me, I'm doing it for everybody that ain't lost a dad or anything because I know how painful that is. And it's just, like I said before, it's a special shout out. So I would like to give to of, of friends that ain't lost their parents that I know and lost parents to heart conditions. And my friend Kelsey is one. I have another friend that lost her dad. Her name is Sasha. My heart is with y'all dearly because I know what y'all going through. So to all the other people out here that I don't know, I hope my story can save you. And I hope this story saves somebody around you. So I would like to say thank you, Tanae, for allowing me to be on your show. Anytime that if you see a subject that you would like me to help or speak on, I'm here for it. And I would like to say thank God for allowing me to still be here after all these cardioversions and heart surgeries and all this other stuff. It, it's a lot. But like I said, I'm fighting for everybody that can't do it no more. 
until your best friend tell him congratulations. Man. He, he lived to, to tell another testimony. Amen. Thank you. Let me tell you, shout out to the creators of Clubhouse. <laughs> of the Clubhouse. I wouldn't have met yes, Lamar Landry. Yes, Lord. <laughs> I thank you for that. I'll give my shout out. Shout out to um, all the people out there who have lost a loved one uh, to heart disease. Uh, shout out to my uncle John who passed of congestive heart failure. Uh, shout out to uh, Delano, aka Boog, that you, you live to see another day. Um, and just shout out to you. Thank you for sharing your story. And if you're listening to Tanae Talks, share this with someone that you know that it can help. Yeah, one more thing. I want to say this. Shout out to Big God for blessing everybody and keeping the ones through this pandemic. And God, I'm asking for a special request. Shout out to you for keeping my family, everybody that's going through stuff within my family, keeping everybody safe. And to my grandpa, I miss you. My grandpa also had, on my dad's side, my grandpa had heart problems on my dad's side. And to my aunt, you're going to beat your situation out. So it's big God said, so don't forget it. (laughs) Don't forget it. Much love to Sasha and Kelsey. And reminder that today's episode was brought to you by Ray Skin Essentials. Ray Skin Essentials is a natural skin, hair, and wellness store All of the ingredients used are carefully sourced and curated. Each product, 99% of it, our products are organic and free of preservatives. Use code TANEE, that's T-Y-N-E-E, and get 15% off your next purchase. Until next time, I'm going to talk about it. Remember to like, share, and subscribe.